This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Rapid City's Lakota Immersion Program appears to have folded for the coming school year. South Dakota Public Broadcasting's C.J. Keene has more. Rapid City School Board members heard concerns at a Tuesday meeting about whether the district can sustain an existing Lakota immersion program. The board took no official vote. However, a lack of qualified teaching candidates for open positions appears to mean an end to the program for now. Nicole Swigart is the interim CEO for Rapid City Area Schools. She says there's two options. If we were going to be able to move forward with the program or if we were going to need to um, shutter it for one year and really work hard to reset and determine where we were falling flat on the recruiting process. Some parents involved with the program disagree. Val Big Eagle is the chair of a local parent advisory committee. I know that there are qualified candidates that applied and, you know, for whatever reason, they're unable to get on. Another member of the parent advisory committee is Amy Sazu. She says there's a lack of trust. I don't know about the new school board, but I do not trust Rapid City administration to do the work that's needed to make this happen again or to sustain it. I do not trust them. I'm happy to see the additions to the school board and hope that they jump in fast and they learn the, the history that this district has had with Title VI, with parents, with Indigenous people, and that they educate themselves on that and why this is important. During the meeting, some, but not all, school board members offered a commitment to keep the district's Lakota immersion program. For National Native News, I'm C.J. Keene. The Southwestern Association for Indian Arts, or SWAYA, is celebrating 100 years of its Santa Fe India Market. People from all over the world are traveling to Santa Fe, New Mexico for the event. SWAYA Executive Director Kim Pion looks back at how the market has grown. I can always reflect back to the 60s and 70s when my parents were participating in market and how small the footprint was and intimate it was and you know that's a vast difference from this this event that we put on now it's it's over 650 booths and there's lots of different people and it really is a a big event and so um, you have to make a conscious effort to to meet everybody and to have that opportunity to say i i touched you but i think that that's that to me is is one of the things that I'm in awe of is just how big Indian Market is. And not only our market, but then there's other markets and there's other people that are having an event. So when you really come to Santa Fe for our Indian Market, you really get a lot of experiences wherever you go. There are also indigenous fashion shows, cultural performances, and much more to see at the much-anticipated event. Looking at what Swaya is doing um, in reference to Indian art, it really has been one that um, I feel the artists come to that with living culture and really share who they are and where they come from and how their art expresses that. Also, I think that the art that we're seeing um, really reflects on the times that we're at. And, you know, we're known to record history through art. And so you can definitely see that occurring. And then, of course, the competition and people just really excelling at their best and, and competing against one another in a very healthy way. So I think that there's lots of opportunities in that to see that and experience it from from our culture perspective. The Santa Fe India Market takes place Saturday and Sunday in downtown Santa Fe. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by the American Indian Higher Education Consortium, working to ensure tribal colleges and universities are included in our higher education system. Information on 37 tribal colleges and universities at AIHEC.org. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.